0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. The first thing I was wanted to talk to you about is mindsets, the role of your mind. Okay. A lot of people feel that becoming born again means that your mind is on holiday. There are a lot of Christians who don't like engaging their minds. But your mind is very important. Tell anybody, your mind is very important. Your mind is very, very important. If you don't learn to engage your mind in the things of the spirit, you will not have any spiritual encounter okay your mind is the doorway to your spirit your mind is the doorway to your spirit whatever is ministered to you spiritually must come to your mind for you to be able to appreciate what has happened the fall of adam made man limited to his senses The sense of sight, his sense of taste, his sense of touch, the sense of uh, hearing, and all of that. If he can't see it, he doesn't believe it. Is it true? There are a lot of people who say seeing is believing. Ask a neighbor, is it true seeing, believing? So our minds. Are very important because it's the junction between our spirits and uh our bodies whatever is in your spirit cannot show for outside unless your mind is involved what do you think do you think it is true if your mind is not involved it doesn't work i shared in one of our churches i don't i don't know which one i was talking about being spiritually minded your mind. Tell me you about your mind. your mind. It's very important. If if you read in Romans chapter 8, from verse 5, he starts talking about the, the two ways a Christian could, could think. A Christian could either be carnally minded or spiritually minded. Meaning that your mind is very important in the things of God. So he says, for they that are of the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are of the spirit do mind the things of the spirit. Let's read, go back, go back to verse 5. Let's read in the Amplified so that we can understand it some more. Okay, For those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desires set their minds on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh. So if a Christian is going to be Ruled by his flesh and ruled by his senses and ruled by what is around him. And say that seeing is believing. It depends on what he's doing with his mind. If a Christian is going to be limited by his senses and limited by what he what he can see alone. And limited in results and in fruitfulness, It has a lot to do with, do with his mind. He says, for those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by his unholy desires. Set their minds. This is the reason why they are the way they are. They are the way they are because they set their minds on on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh. You can't pursue something without your mind. It took your mind to come here. You had a desire to come, but your mind had to rise up, take a shower or whatever, wear some clothing, and start moving to this place. Is it true? Yeah, you didn't come here controlled by a remote you are here, your mind is here. Your mind is too powerful. Your mind is a very, very powerful tool. Tell it about your mind is a very, very powerful tool. Look up. Look up. How did you look up? Your mind coordinated your you see, you could have looked up this way. Isn't it? Why didn't you look up this way? Because you were, some, most of you are looking or you're writing something. And I said look up. When I said look up, you didn't know this. You coordinated your neck. And then directed your eye towards the, the, the roof. Is it true? Who did that? It was your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> then he says, but those who are controlled, who are according to the spirit, and are controlled by the desires of the spirit, Set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the Holy Spirit. So the one who is spiritual is spiritual because of what he does with his mind. Or what I'm saying is not scripture, it's in the Bible. Your mind. Tell me about your mind. (laughs) How your mind sets or what your mind is set on. Makes a huge difference in your life. Okay. So if. After being born again and everything. He he tells us something to do with our minds. That is why we come to church. We come to church so that our minds can be renewed. As time goes on. In Romans chapter 12. Verse 1, 2. He talks about. He says that. um, I beseech you therefore brethren. By the mercies of God. That you present your bodies. A living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. He's letting you know that you are not a body. You, you, are, you are more than your body. Okay? Your body is just a container. He says, do something with your body. Present it to the Lord. Then he tells you that you are not a mind. But he shows you what to do with your mind. And, next verse, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. So transformation in the spirit is not possible without the renewal of the mind. Hello? <laughs> if your mind is not renewed then, eh, you will struggle for a long time. This is the reason why a lot of Christians are suffering. Who say the things of the Spirit then? Eh? Don't think about some, like, shoo, 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 shoo. Ah, I see the Lord. Listen, sometimes, sometimes you go for a meeting, they say they are seeing the Lord, but you are not seeing anything. Have you, have you observed it before? Yeah. They, they say they are seeing something, but you are not seeing anything. Is it because the preacher is wrong? The preacher is not wrong you don't know what it means to see the lord because your mind has not been trained along that line you see what the mind is not trained to see the eyes cannot see hmm? if you go to medical school they'll tell you that what your mind is not trained to see or trained to know your eyes cannot see it. A medical doctor can see you and see what is wrong with you. He'll tell you, pull your tongue. You are seeing your tongue as you are brushing your teeth. But you don't know that there are some symptoms on your tongue that makes, everybody, makes the doctor know that you have high fever. Because your mind is not trained to know, you'll be, you'll be brushing your teeth, scratch, scratching your tongue. But you don't know. Have you seen them doing this? They they pull your eye like that. And then say that, ah, you are lacking blood. Even, even uh, everybody knows. Is it true? Uh If you don't know, you don't know. Isn't it? What your mind is not trying to see or know, your eyes. You can be seeing it, but you are not seeing it. It will be right in front of you, but you don't know that is how it is. One day, Abraham saw three men standing under a tree, and he knew it was God. How did he know it was God? God did not show up as a man with like someone with a red hat, with a red shirt, red bandana, red uh, baggy shorts, red Adidas, red all red. For you to know that Charlie, something significant is happening. He was not he was not dressed like a ninja. <laughs> he was just he was just around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So your mind is very important. Your mind is very. For instance, as I'm preaching to you. Eh, there are those who don't know that. Grace comes to you. you know, grace is the ability of God. Okay. Grace is what causes you to be able to do what God is saying. I in the church. Sometimes we tell you. Live a holy life. You can't live it. It's not working. Is it true? You can go to church. They will say, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. You go do up. You go do up. You go do up. Is it true? It's all right. When they say, don't go there, you say, I'm coming from there. Wow. What keeps a man from going in the path of destruction and going in the path of righteousness? It's called the grace of God. The grace of God is the ability of God to keep you from wrong and direct you towards the right thing. Okay, the grace of God brings something called salvation. Salvation in all of its ramifications. If you read in Titus chapter two, verse eleven, it says, "For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men." The grace of God brings something to you. Okay, it brings something. It brings salvation. Salvation means goodness. Salvation means prosperity. Salvation means deliverance. Salvation means blessings. All the beautiful things you can talk about comes through the grace of God. Or the ability of God. Without God, nothing is possible. Okay? Now, as you hear the word of God, grace is ministered to you. But if your mind is not trained to know that as the word of God is coming to me, the grace I, I need, the ability I need, to be able to make the decisions I'm supposed to make and take the steps I'm supposed to take, is coming to me. You will be joking. You'll be talking. You'll be talking to a friend as the Word of God is coming. You'll be typing on phone as the Word of God is coming. You'll be thinking about a certain girl as the Word of God is coming, or you'll be, th- you'll be thinking about some food that you missed before coming here. Like, ah, Charlie, the meeting is taking long. power. If the banquet, the banquet should have finished. Year, why didn't I? Your mind will be all over the place. When the most important thing for change in your life is coming to you, you'll be playing because your mind is not trained to know that grace, the grace of God, is coming to me. As the Word of God is coming, Second Peter chapter one, verse one and two. Look at Second Peter one, one and two. That's what that verse of the Bible says. It says, Simon Peter, 7 and Apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained life, precious faith, us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. How? How is grace and peace multiplied to you? Through the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus our Lord. Have you seen it? So, as you hear about God and hear about Jesus Christ, Grace is ministered to you.
1: <laughs>
0: so someone can be in the house of God and for years he has not had any spiritual encounter because his mind has not been trained to know whence the, the substrate for spiritual encounter is coming. He will be sleeping. He will be talking. He will be traveling in his mind. <laughs> and you wonder why things are not going well for him. Ah. So your mind, your mind, where your mind is, or what your mind has been trained with, the training of your mind is what allows you to have spiritual encounters. Okay, how did, they, how did Abraham know that those were that was God? How did he know? Have you ever asked yourself that question? How did he know? How did he know? Because it was strange. Your strength. Look at Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 13. Let's read from verse 1. Hebrews 13 from verse 1. It says, Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. It says, Don't forget to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. He says, Some people have entertained angels not knowing that it was an angel. Have you ever read of Samson's mother? When Samson's mother met the angel of God. He thought it was a man. Because the angel came as a man. He was a normal person. Normal guy. He says don't forget to entertain strangers. Meaning that there are angels walking around. Wow. Are you surprised? Just as angels are walking around. Devils are also walking around. So, knowing this makes you behave carefully when you meet people. You don't just shun people. Let me tell you a story. Many years ago, this was uh, um, 2012. January, let's say 14th, 15th January. The church had just started. The church is 10 years this year, right? Wow. Let me, let me tell you this story. So around that time, the church had just started. And we were struggling. Things were not going in the way you'd want it to go. Was it 2000? I think it was 2011. Something like that. I was walking somewhere in an open place. Just like this place out there. And as I was walking, I saw this young man. There were a lot of people there. I saw this young man who stopped me and told me I should give him he said, 22 CDs 50 pesos something like that 22 CDs 50 pesos And i was like ah are you serious at all i had 25 CDs on me so i gave him the 20 CDs
2: I, that was all i had i
0: like i like
2: And that's what you mean. (laughs) This guy. I just gave it to him. When I gave it to him, he started talking about the head. I mean, he started talking about the head. He started talking about the feet of the head. This will happen. This will happen. He said, don't think what you are saying is nothing. Don't think it is nothing.
0: It's very important. Many lives to be saved. Many lives to be changed. Millions. Wow. I said, Amen. Because it didn't look like somebody. I mean, I mean, I mean, mean, Amen. 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 Then I turned. And then he also turned. I took a step. One, two. And looked back to see him. When I turned, he was not there. And there's nowhere he could have gone to. It's an open place. He can't, even if he's Superman, he can't vanish.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: <laughs> even if he were Flash, he can't just run away like that. He was not there. And I remember his face very clearly. I realized I had entertained an angel without knowing. that. Det- and that this is not, it's not a story where it happened practically in my life. He says, do not be forgetful to, to entertain strangers. If your mind is not trained, eh, you will start insulting the person. Yeah. Small boys, I'm twenty-two person,
1: 25
0: but I but just something in me, just give it to him, give it to him. Wow. Ah. Amazing. You see, if your mind is not trained there, if your mind is not set on spiritual things or spirit things, you will miss a lot of things. Hallelujah. So, knowledge is very important. What you do with your mind... Where is your mind? What is happening to your mind? What are you thinking? If you think you are nobody, hey, you will be nobody. Everybody is somebody in the kingdom of God. See, the Bible was not written to preachers. It was written to everybody. So what the Bible says is to every single individual. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, it says that, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we, you and I, should be called the sons of God. Therefore, it says the world knoweth us not; the world does not have a proper mental perception concerning us, because when it sees us, it sees us as normal people. If we put you and an unbeliever there, you look, you will look the same. You will have two eyes, two, one nose, one mouth. You will not have two mouth as a believer. You all have the same. But he says that you are different. If Jesus should appear in the skies right now, there's a magnet in you that will attract you to him and will not attract the other person to him. He says he wants you to know it's important that you have a proper mental perception concerning you and what God has made you to be. Your success in life is dependent on what you are thinking. If you think that the devil is having a few days in your life, sister, you are in trouble. Every single thing. You see, sometimes you have people who say that everything I do does not work. When I touch something, that's not work. When I do this, it does not work. When I do, why is it not? Why is it not working?
2: Then they attribute it to the devil. You see,
0: they attribute it to their hometown. If you for... One day we went somewhere in this country where very uh, uh, whole mountains. I go there a lot because my wife comes from there. So there's this very high part of the mountain where they have, they do paragliding. You know paragliding? Like they, you go on a sort of a parachute and then you glide in the sky. You go very high and then you come down. It's not a small thing. Now when we got there, there were a lot of Ghanaians there, but nobody was going for the paragliding. <laughs> hey, nobody was going. The foreigners were coming and they'll go, then they'll go. I noticed that the Ghanaians were standing. They were like, hey. We say Ufienya. We say Everybody was saying Hey, they were just imagining bad things. <laughs> The the Bible says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he. What you are thinking is what you are. If you think a fearful are doing you they will do you. They will do you. They will overdo you. You will be shocked. But you must know that you have been taken away from the family, your natural normal family into the family of God now. John chapter 1 verse 11 and 12. He says, Jesus came unto his own. God came to his own. Those he created and those he, he came from. He says, he came unto his own. But his own, his own received him not. But as many as received him. John 1, 11 and 12. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him. Have you received him? Have you received Jesus Christ? And God's God's Savior? If you haven't, I'll give you an opportunity today. Okay. But as many as received him. To them gave he power or authority to become the sons of God. So you became a son of God. You became a daughter of God. As soon as you gave your life to him. Then it says. Even to them that believe on his name. Children which were born not of blood. Meaning that now. You are not born of your natural blood. What affects your family. Does not affect you. But if you think that you are still in your family. Your natural family. If they are limited by something. You will be limited by it. If you think that. uh, uh, Generational curses bloodline curses, if you think like that, ah, sister, brother, <laughs> you will be shocked at what will be working in your life as a child of God. You will be surprised. You will see that your life is going off. Off. Because in your mind, you think that oh, I know my oh, I know my house. Ever now free from a humble background. Ask your neighbor where do you come from? What did he say? Get an answer. I <laughs> said,
2: if you think you are poor.
0: You will be so poor you don't deserve the P O O R. You will only deserve P O. Oh, I tell you Wow. For better you take your eyes and lick it and put it back. <laughs> so you see a lot of Christians who are licked. it's sad. Mm, it's serious though. It's sad. One of the major reasons for the word of God is so that we can change the way we think. Because if you don't change the way you think, you will not be transformed. There will be no transfiguration. There will be no metamorphosis in your life. There will not be any change in your life. That is the truth. If you are not changing up here, nothing around you will change. If you are not changing in the way you think about life, Hmm? I preached a message on five levels of relationships. There are five relationships that we keep as individuals. The first one is our relationship with God. The second one is our relationship with the devil. The third one is our relationship with, our, with each other. The fourth one is our relationship with ourselves, our, yourself. The fifth relationship is your relationship with the world around you. Okay? Now, how you think about each of these individuals or groups makes all the difference. If you think that God does not like you. You know, there are a lot of Christians who feel that God does not like them because of something they did or something they are doing or something they are going to do. (laughs) It's a doing, will do, about to do. (laughs) So you feel Unaccepted. Do you know that? And there are some Christians who feel that they are accepted before God also because of what they are not doing or what they have never done before. Do so they relate to God based on that. <laughs> what do you think about God? What is the relation that exists between you? Like, what do you think that God is in your life? Do you think he doesn't like you? If you think he doesn't like you, you will move around as an orphan for a very long time. Meanwhile, Jesus said that he left us the Holy Spirit so that we will not be orphans. So that you will not be fatherless. So that you will not be sourceless. Are you seeing it? Yeah. There are those who attribute everything. If I see a dream, if I have a dream and I see um, someone chasing me, Chasing me, chasing me, chasing me, chasing me, and I wake up. I will not say eh. the devil was really chasing you, he was chasing me away from my blessings. No, I will say God was chasing me to my blessings. <laughs> is it because of what is up here? If you say the other one that the devil was chasing you out of your blessings, you will start looking for a prophet. Prophet, I feel that uh, my presence, you know, is hanging. It's been hanging for some time now. So, Prophet, you need to pray for me, eh? Prophet, what should I do? Twenty days fast. The Prophet said, 20 days fast." He said, prophet, I can't do it. Can you do it for me? Can I? Can I bring uh, uh, five cans of Milo and one crate of milk? You hey, have people running around because of a dream they saw. You had a dream and that changed your life. Is that all your life is about? What happened to the word of God? What happened to what God has said concerning you? Let God be true and all men be lies. What God has said concerning you is more more important and bigger than what anybody, any dream can tell you. Are you listening to me? Sometimes Africans behave as though Americans do not dream or Europeans do not have bad dreams. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. It's like they don't have, they don't have dream. Like when they sleep, they sleep, when they wake up, they go, no, they, they have bad dreams. But when they wake up, they don't say that, hey, this dream. They start looking for this dream, eh? I need an interpreter. Then they'll tell you there's an interpreter at Man Kessim. There's a Daniel in the sister, brother wow what do you think your mind without your mind you will not have any n- no, movement. no movement no movement no movement so decide to change what you are thinking
2: okay Can you imagine
0: that one of the major reasons why Jesus came was to give us a mindset? Can you imagine? 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 5, verse 20 and 21. Look at it. 1 John 5, 20 and 21. It says, and we know that the Son of God has come. Has the Son of God come? What was the name of the Son of God? It says, and we know that the Son of God has come. His name is Jesus, right? And has given us an understanding. He came to give us an understanding. He came to give us an understanding. He came to give us a way of thinking. The word understanding is dianoia. He came to give us an imagination. Something to imagine. What to imagine. How to live.
1: That
2: is why he came.
0: Then he says, so that we may know him that is true. And know that we are in him that is true. We are in him that is true. What is your location? If you don't know, if you, if your mind, in your mind, as you are sitting here, this is why I am. It's finished. No, spiritually speaking, you are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and He wants you to know it in your head. If you don't know it in your head, anything can just happen to you. You don't look forward to any good, beautiful thing from happening to you. I don't have any bad thing in my mind concerning the future that my future will not be good. My future may be bad, maybe. Uh, I'll get some sickness and die by it. Maybe a cow will knock me as I'm walking on the road. Maybe uh, what? It could bite me. Yes. And we don't even think like that. Sometimes we, we've prayed in bushes. We forgot that snakes existed. And we're in bush like two a.m. ah. <laughs> later on, you're like, we <laughs> you were in a the bush. Oh, there are snakes there. But you know, everybody has forgotten. Yeah. There's next to come and come and pray some. <laughs> wow. He came to give us an understanding, a way of thinking, for us to know that we are in Him. Look at John chapter 14, verse 19 into 20. John 14, 19 into 20. Do you like what I'm sharing with you? Jesus said, yet a little while, and, I, and the world seeth me no more. But ye shall see me, you see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. How, how are they going to see Jesus? Then he says, at that day, which day is it? He's talking about now, our now, today, today. At that day, you shall know that I am in my father. And ye in me, and I in you. He says, at this day, at this time, when I'm not around it physically, you will know that I am in you. I'm in the Father. You shall know that I am in the Father, in my Father. And you are in me, and I in you. So, as as a child, if I'm born again, I am now in Him, and He is in me, and we are in God. That is is what you have become. Now, if you are not thinking right, you say that all these things, they are lies. We have been in the kingdom of God that we are not seeing anything. That, that is the problem. Your mindset is what is killing you. That is what is denying you. You feel that, oh, these things, I mean, they're just in the Bible, we are just reading something. All these creatures, they are lying. For instance, sometimes, some people talk about fights. And I, I was fighting, I was not seeing anything. You see, the mind you have concerning it, it's what is preventing you from seeing anything about it. He says that do this and now open the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing. He says that here, yeah, men who die receive it. But there, it is received. The one who ever live it receives it. I see it. So when I'm giving my time, I know that I know that I'm going to be blessed. I know that I'm going to be increased. And it works for me. Because I think that it works. Yes, I think that it works. Okay? Your mind. If you want to make progress, you can make progress. Just set your mind to it. We are going here. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. How does the glory of God in your... Can the glory of God in your life increase? And can it be seen? What is the glory of God? The glory of God is the beauty of God, the splendor of God, the joy of the Lord, the blessings of the Lord, the riches of the Lord, the weights of the Lord. That's the glory of God. Okay. Now, how can the glory of God, you are, you are the glory, you have the expression of God's glory, actually. So how can you increase in the glory of God? Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. But we are with open face, unveiled faces, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. When you, The wet glass is mirror. If you look into a mirror, who do you see? If you see your grandmother, there's something wrong. Who do you see when you look into a mirror? Yourself, right? So he says, we are with open face. Okay, this is amplified. It's good. And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God. As in the mirror. He even tells you what it is. He says, the word of God is the mirror of God. Okay? The, as in the mirror, the glory of the Lord. If you look into the mirror, you see yourself. He says, as you look into the mirror of God's word, you see the glory of God. And who is the glory? You are the glory of God. If you look into a mirror and you see yourself, and he says, you look into a mirror, you see, you, see your, you see the glory of God. Then you are the glory of God. Look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Then I'll come back to this. Ephesians three fourteen. Do you like what I'm telling you? Are you learning anything? You see, one of the things I don't like is to say something that you don't understand. Like, just, you know, say something by your head and then, no, you must understand what is going on. <laughs> because understanding is what makes you produce results. Hmm? And understanding is a quality of the mind and of the spirit. Yes, it is. The one who produced results is the one who had understanding. If you don't have understanding, no fruits. You can go to church for 20 years. No fruits.
2: No fruits. You can go to church for 100 years. No
0: fruits. Why? Because you don't, you don't even understand the fact that going to church means something. You don't know what you get when you go to church. <laughs> In your mind, we are just going. It's a meeting. We are just going to be, be around. No. That is not what the, ch- the church is called. The pillar and the ground of truth. Sorry? Yes, he says, if two or three of you gather in my name, there I am. I am shows up when we gather. <laughs> the great I am shows up. It is time for you to move forward. You will hear some. Where do you get the knowledge of God? You get the knowledge of God in the house of God. Is it true? Where do you get the knowledge of medicine? Or the knowledge of... Uh, what do you do here in, this school, in the school here? Educa- the knowledge of education. Do you stay in your home? You go there, right? When you go there, you receive knowledge concerning what you are learning. And then you pass and go forward, isn't it? The church is a place where you also receive knowledge. Now, it- just imagine uh, uh, someone who says he got his medical school degree in his bedroom. Will you go for him too? He says he's a surgeon. He's a surgeon and he got his medical school degree. He got his surgery, whatever, uh, 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 certificate. Or else he was in his bedroom. He he has never operated on anybody. You are his first patient. (laughs) Will you go for him to operate on him? Why? Because, first of all, he didn't go where he was supposed to get the education. He get it. It's the same with the house of God. The house of God is the place... Where you receive grace. Why? Because that's the place where the knowledge of God is. That's the the, the pillar and the ground of truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so look at this. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Next there. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Let's read from a 16 to 17. Okay? I Let's read from a 15. We don't understand. 15. Paul was praying for the Ephesian church. You have 15. He says, Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Have you seen it? He says, I'm praying for you guys. The, the next verse. He says, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, then he calls him the Father of glory. He calls God the Father of glory. If God is the Father of glory, and he's your father, then what are you? Do you get it? Or you don't get it? Do you call, uh, if you are going to say, Kofi Papa. Uh, if you say Kofi Papa. Then it means that the Papa is the Papa of Kofi, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So when we say the Father of Glory, what it means is that He is our Father and we are His glory. Please do you understand? So he says, as we look into the mirror, we see the glory of God. Then he says, and we are changed into the same glory image from glory to glory. That's back to Second Corinthians 3.18. He says, us in the mirror of the glory of the Lord are constantly, we are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in, ev- in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. He says, he says, you change and you increase from one level of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Are you seeing it? So, the Holy Spirit is... He's called the spirit of glory. And he's the one who helps you change from one level of glory to the other. As you hear the word of God or as you see the word of God. As you look into the word of God, you are changed. But if you don't know that as you are reading your Bible, your glory is increasing. You will never you will never have it. Because in your mind, you don't know that that is what is happening. It will happen to you, spiritually speaking. But you can't appreciate it because you don't know it up here that as I'm doing this thing, this is what is happening. Hallelujah. hallelujah it's like coming to church you know and uh, there's worship going on we can be singing worship the lord is gracious and kind the lord is wonderful lift up your hands and worship him then they start singing what song you deserve the glory and the and the guy the lady singing the song her voice is not good you deserve the glory and, and then it's like, she, she's offering a better friend to the Lord. Yeah. again. <laughs> so even though your hands are lifted, that's what is going on in your head. You don't know in your mind that the time of worship is a time that God can speak to you. In Acts chapter 13 from verse 1. As they were worshiping them, they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Ghost spoke. So worship is a time to hear from the Lord, not a time to complain about the voice of the lady. Or find out whether the keyboard is playing the thing well. Maybe he's fi- he's having a hard time getting the key. Bing, 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 bing. I used to have a keyboard like that. But still he came was my keyboard. Wow. So what I ask my neighbor, what I think. If you think that the future is gloomy, it will be gloomy. If you think that the future does not hold anything for you, it will not hold anything for you. If you think you are going to die at 70, you will die at 70. And there are those who think that when, when you turn 70, you have to start shaking. Your teeth will have to start falling out. Our president is 77. Do you see anything falling out? If he wish you could go for a third term, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not possible. Donald Trump is 78 or something like that. They are moving. Yeah, they are not Oh, so. Wow. What you are thinking is what you have.
2: Okay? What you are thinking is what you will have. Is it my phone? I'm not close to my phone. Hallelujah.
0: Sometimes you speak in chants. You can be speaking in tongues. And then you just looking around. You be checking the place out. Hey, this guy, I thought today she was wearing green. Or today she's wearing blue. Hey, in your mind. That's what you're doing in your mind. And you're speaking in tongues. This is Bukh when are they going to paint the
1: place?
0: It's like I'm angry. Oh? Your mind will be making noise, will be going everywhere else. Meanwhile, eh? meanwhile, the chance that you're speaking is an opportunity for you to build yourself up spiritually. Because it says that when you speak in a known time. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, <laughs> verse four. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 4. He that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Let's read the amplified. He who speaks in a strange tongue edifies and improves himself. Can you read this one to me? Look at read it, ready to you. one, two, go. And it's okay. He who speaks in an unknown tongue edifies and what? And improves himself. So, as you are speaking in tongues, what, what are you doing? You are improving yourself. But if your mind is not there, you will never, you will never have that spiritual encounter of improvement and edification and development that you are supposed to have. Eh? Jude Jude, one twenty. Look at Jude one twenty. Amplify, Jude one twenty. So sometimes you can have two people. One is speaking in tongues. Looking around. Talking to everybody. Oh, oh hallelujah. Oh, amen. Oh, It's good to see you. Malaba laba. Laba. Oh, you are in. It's good to see you. Malaba Malaba. You won't get much. Yeah. You will not have any spiritual edification. He says, but you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Rise like an edifice. Higher and higher. How? Praying in the Holy Spirit. So, as you are praying in the spirit, what are you doing? You are making progress. You are improving yourself. You are going forward. You are advancing. But because you, in your mind, you think that, oh, this one, say, you're, you're not that much. But someone can be praying in chants, concentrating and knowing exactly what he's doing. I'm improving myself. I'm going forward. As he's speaking in tongues, something will happen to him. Yeah. Because of where his mind is, what is you doing with his mind? Look at this uh, go, go to first John 1 uh, Corinthians 14, 14 First Corinthians 14 14 you will not get results if you don't. if your mind is not where it's supposed to be. if you the way you think about the thing, <laughs> it's, not, it's not correct. And when, when I pray, I know things happen yeah i don't pray much but when i pray i will not just pray when i pray i know i expect changes i expect results because in my mind i know that as i'm praying the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available which is dynamic and is working elijah was a, was a man subject to like passions as we are and he prayed when he prayed that it should not rain, it did not rain on earth for the space of three and a half years. He says, this is "A man like me, same passion, same problems, same troubles." Elijah abandoned his mission. Elijah, Elijah was not supposed to end at the time he ended. He complained, so God took him away. Yeah, God wanted to show all of us that if you complain about your ministry, you'll be taken off. No matter who, you'll be taken off completely. Yeah, so don't complain about your ministry. Yes. Don't complain about the troubles you are having. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. No. Don't do that. Okay? So your mind, tell me about your mind. Ski. Without that, tell me about without that no transformation. No transfiguration. No change. Can you imagine that? All the changes you are looking for is inside your mind. Changing your mind about various things concerning God. Various things concerning Satan. You know, some people say that as for Winnie Bar, you can't do anything here. If you believe it. If you believe it, that is what will happen. That is what will happen. If you think that is true, that is what will be true. We've planted churches in places where they said it won't work. It has worked. It will work out. Why wouldn't it work? I thought we were sent of God. If we are sent of God, then the thing should work. We don't need special instructions from the Lord to move for something to happen. Praise the Lord. Look at this one. Look at this one. It says, For if I pray in a long time, if I pray, you understand if. What is if? What? Say. Say. Aqwaweba. If is different from when, right? When is related to time. But if is related to where, your way.
2: Is it true? If only you will do it. This is what will happen. He says, if I pray a long
0: time, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me, prays. The word pray means communicate or talk. So when I start, if I want to talk to the Holy Spirit, what do I do? If I want to hear the Holy Spirit, if I want to get the Holy Spirit to me, what do I do? What do, you, what do you say? What do you think we should do? What do you think we should do? Sometimes I have, I have difficulty when people say that we, we are not getting any direction. We don't know what God wants us to do. If you speak in tongues, you will know what you are supposed to do. You will know what you are supposed to do. If you speak in tongues, you know exactly what you are doing. You are talking to the God of all gods, communicating with the Holy Ghost Himself, eh? The Lord of the harvest, the owner of the sheep, the porter who opened it. That's the one you are talking to as you are speaking in tongues. But if you don't know it in your mind that He's the one you are coming, you think that you are just speaking in tongues into the air. Hey. You can be speaking in tongues in your mind, Lord, where are you? Meanwhile, he's communicating with you, but you are looking for Him, Lord, where are you? Hey. You will go for a long time and you don't have direction, you will not know what to do. And some people, you, tell, you see what well, these days eh, when you tell people pray about it, it's like you have insulted them. If someone, if you come and see the pastor, you tell the pastor your problem, and he tells you, Pray about it. It's like, Ah, pastor, I thought you were a man of God, just show me what I'm supposed to do. And then listen, it doesn't work like that. The solution is in you praying about it. Because as you speak in the Holy Ghost, the helper, who is the Holy Spirit, will whisper to you, he'll show you what to do. Your heart will get stronger towards what you're supposed to do. That's That's what happens. Hallelujah. That is why our minds is a place that the devil attacks most. Your mind. The devil will get you to do anything and get you not to go. One of the things that the devil does is to sidetrack. Is to sidetrack you. Okay? Blessing, you are going to a car, but he tells you, as you come you from with the township of Winnipeg, as you come get to Winnipeg, then you say, go for it. It's also a road. Go for it. What does it That he has sidetracked you to Swedlo. You can get to a car from there, but it's a very long day. You could have gotten there just by turning your right and go. Is it true? Uh, how does he sidetrack you? Through what he says to your mind. So, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, look at 2 Corinthians 2, verse 11. This is amplified. Let's read the King James from verse 10 into verse 11. To whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything, to whom I forgive it, for your sakes forgive I it. In the person of Christ. Next verse. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us For we are not ignorant of his devices. Are you in the chair? He says, for we are not ignorant of what? Now, the word devices there is a word thoughts. The Amplified said intentions. The Greek word is noima. It means thoughts. Wiles. Wiles are arrows of thoughts. Hmm? Are you in the chair? Arrows of course, that he brings to where? Your mind. If he can sow that seed into your mind, he will take you off. He is ignorant of his wiles and intentions. Your mind, they say, is the place of spiritual warfare. Go to chapter 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, from verse 3 to verse 4. If you win the battle in your mind, you've won. He says, for though we walk in the flesh, We do not war after the flesh. Even though we are moving around. Around like physical people. Our war is not in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Can you imagine what what strongholds mean? Strongholds is philosophies, ideologies, eh? mindsets. That's what it means though. Let, let's read the Amplified. Go back to verse 4. But the weapons of warfare are not physical. fiscal weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. This one to say strongholds. I don't know if any other version will say, it. but if you check the Greek of strongholds, Pastor, Pastor, Mark, Pastor Mark or uh, Pastor Anthony can check it for us. You will see it. This one says, uh huh, the strongholds of human, what? Human. Reasoning, do you understand reasoning? I mean, mindset—the way people reason—and to destroy false arguments. Did you find anything? What does it say? It says of the arguments and reasonings by which a disputant endeavours to fortify his opinion and defend it against his opponent. Reasonings, opinions, thoughts. You understand? He says, that's what the weapons of our warfare are about. Hallelujah. In the New Living Translation, he said, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasonings and to destroy false arguments. Human reasonings are what? To destroy false arguments. Destroy false arguments. So, if the devil will get you in. Your mind. If it can make you think that that boy is the only boy for you. (laughs) we are done with. Yes. So no matter what they tell you. Pastor, you don't understand. (laughs) Pastor, how can you play with my my hat like that? Don't play with my heart, Pastor. This is the one I love. The one I love ever before. Hey! Sister! Let him die and see if you will not find somebody else I marry. At your first at school now. <laughs> wow! Thoughts? If it can make you think that when, you, when you, you, you can't get a good job. If it can let you think that 100,000 cities, you can never have some in your life. You set a bar for yourself. You are done. This sickness that is in our family, is in our family. It's our family sickness. When you turn 25 and you are breathing, it doesn't go well. You breathe like Pastor, now I'm 23, so I know that when I turn 25, it will be like that. Uh, it will happen live in your life. Strongholds, arguments. Next verse. That's fine. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. Let's read King James. Casting down imagination. says the, the weapons now we, we have, no, spiritual weapons now. It's for casting down something called imaginations. Do you know why? Why imaginations? your mind. And Jesus came to give us an understanding. It's the same word for imagination. Jesus came to give us an imagination. A way to imagine our life. Imagine our our everything. Everything concerning us. Wow. I think this is what I'm sharing with you. It's one of the most important things you can. You can hear. In your life. If you take it seriously. It will take you also seriously. I never think that if I do something, it will fail. It may look bleak, but I know that it will work. Why? Christ is in me. Because Christ is in me, when I touch that thing, it's going to work. We're in 2 Corinthians now. Look at chapter 2, verse 14. Second Corinthians 2, verse 14. Now, thanks be unto God, which always, not sometimes, always, causes us. To triumph. To have the victory where? In Christ. So the most important thing is that you are in Christ. And you know that you are in Christ. Are you in Christ? If you are in Christ, then you have the triumph all the time. Then it says, and make it manifest the silver of his knowledge by us in every place. So I know that my life is for the distribution of the knowledge of God in every place where I go to. When I get there to work. Why? Because I've allowed his word to give me a mindset. His word, the purpose of his word is to give you a mindset. It's to give you a way of thinking. A way of looking at things. Paul called it my sunesis, My understanding in the gospel. Ephesians chapter 3. Look at Ephesians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1. I mean, it's, it's a long read, but it's fine. For this cause I hold the person of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given unto me, to you all, how that by revelation He made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote before in few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. The word knowledge there is synesis. It means understanding my mental putting together of the mystery of Christ. Paul knew that he was in Christ. And Paul knew that he could do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things. Do you understand what that means? I can do all things. All things. Say all things. All things. Not some things, all things. I can do all things. How? Because Christ in me will strengthen me. He is the hope of glory. He's the hope of joy. He's the hope of blessings. He's the hope of prosperity. He's the hope of health. He's the hope of good goodness. That is why I'm not afraid to be a preacher. Listen. Jesus gave us. You see, I've spoken about a lot of things that. A lot of mindsets that Jesus has given. Or the word of God gives you. Okay. I've spoken about the grace of God. The glory of God. Uh, So many things. I mean. Is it true? I've showed you how your mind is very important. Without a good mindset, you'll be surprised. You will not benefit. You will go to church You will always be failing. One of the minds that Jesus gave to us, or one of the things that you need to have a proper mental putting together concerning is the great commission that Jesus gave? The great commission. If you joke with it, you will joke with yourself. Jesus himself, this is God. Hey, listen, Jesus is God. Though. What shows that Jesus is God? Nobody worships something that is not God. Jesus was worshipped as God. And he didn't say, stop it, stop it. I'm not God. He allowed them to worship him. When he healed the man who was blind in the eye. Okay. The guy who didn't, he didn't have eyeballs. He had been blind for so long. When he, since birth. When he healed him. In John chapter 9. And he did it, the, the guy didn't see him. So he went, they went, took him to the Francis, the Sanhedrin. They questioned him. They called his parents. Is it true? The guy said it's true. When, the, when they pushed the guy out, Jesus met him and asked him. The, the, uh, 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 the, he asked the man, what? Let's get it. go down. He uh-huh. said and said, a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed and received my sight. Now, this was a creative miracle. The guy didn't have eye sockets. He didn't have eyeballs, rather. Jesus made clay and put it in his eyes. Told him to go and wash. When they went to wash, they came seeing. Has your father done some evil? It's a very serious thing. That's a creative. If you are not God, you can't, you can't create. So, the, the son Henry understood. They were shocked because the guy was above 40. They knew him. They knew his mother. They called the mother and father to confirm. The mother and father said, listen, we, we know him. This is our son, yes. We know that he was not born without eyeballs. Yes. As to how he's seen, we don't know. If you want to ask him, ask him. He's old enough to answer for himself. They were shocked. Now, when this guy came out of the San Henry, they pushed him out. And he came to meet Jesus. Go down. You see it. Go down. Go to 31. Now, we know that God here, not Go down. It's down. It's down, down, down. When Jesus met him, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. They threw him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Does thou believe on the Son of God? Do you believe on the Son of God? Jesus looked for him and found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of God? Then the man said, Who is he? Then he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? Next verse. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. So some people say that Jesus never said he was the Son of God. He said it so many times. He says, Thou hast both seen him. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus didn't say, oh, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Stop that. Worship only God. (laughs) He worshipped him and he accepted. Because he was God. Only God could forgive sins. Jesus forgave sins. And the, the people said, ah, it's only God who can forgive sins. Jesus said, what is your problem? Which one is okay for you? To tell the person to take up his bed and walk. Or that his sins are forgiven him. That you may know that the son of God is the one who talks to you. <laughs> so he was God. Jesus was God. He, he said it so many times. Nobody can kill God. They tried to kill Jesus so many times. It didn't work. He said, nobody take my life away. I lay it down. And I will take it back out. <laughs> so Jesus is God. He's God at once. God. God came on earth. <laughs> Truly, he did. He walked on earth. And showed us who God really is. Okay? Now, whilst he was on earth, he said some things that you and I need to take very seriously. One of the things he said was about the gospel. About him. And what we need to do with his word. And... Our laying down our lives for him. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Who knows what is in Matthew 6, 33? Say it for me and let me see. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. What things? All the things that the Gentiles are looking for. Go to verse 26. Behold, the of them, for the sown, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they Next verse. Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit to his stature? And why take it thought for raiment? He says, Why are you thinking about what you wear? Consider the leaves of the field, how they grow. They turn not, neither do they spin. spaces. They don't do much, but they are taken care of. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Are you in the church? Next verse. Wherefore, if God so clothed the glass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall He not much more clothe you? How shall, shall He not much more clothe you? O oh, you of little faith. Next verse, therefore, take no thoughts, saying, What shall we eat? Hey, ask anybody. Did you ask ask somebody what what am I going to eat today? Have you ever asked before? Jesus says, Don't ask that question. It's serious. So Jesus says, Don't don't talk about food. What am I going to eat? I don't know what I'll eat. Ah, He says, even the Beds who don't, they don't plant anything. They don't do it. Even they they have food. Therefore, take note of saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or where whether, whether shall we be clothed? For after all these things, the Gentiles, those who are not born again, seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Then he says, but, in, 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 instead of seeking these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these other things that everybody's looking for will be added. It will be included to your life. Wow. Do you like my message or you don't like my message? It will be added to your life. But the mindset that a lot of people have, a lot of Christians have, is this seek the food, seek the clothing, seek the drinks. Seek the money. Seek the cows. Seek the car. Seek the girl. Seek the house. Seek what else? Seek the TV. Seek the certificates. Seek first class. First class is good. Seek what? The grades. Hey. Seek America. You know Someone said America. <laughs> You see, that's a lot of a lot of Christians are struggling and the kingdom of God will be added to you wow what is your life Jesus said a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things which he possesses how shall you gain the whole world and lose your own soul? <laughs> so, in in, in Jesus' words, He seeks to give us a mindset to let us know that: listen, seek this one first. Seek my kingdom. Seek my house. Seek my my gospel going. Seek doing something for somebody. Changing a life. Bring my gospel to somebody else. Let it be your reason for existence. Not the car. Not the phone. The phone is important. The car is important. But you get it. realize that it's... it's, it's Have you ever had a phone for some time and you realize that you want a new phone? Every... Listen, the eyes... Uh, uh, um, Ecclesiastes said it. It says the eyes are not satisfied with seeing. The eyes are not satisfied with seeing.
1: Yes.
0: You can see. You say you have seen the most beautiful woman in the world. Liar. You are joking. At your wedding, you will see some people there. You say, hey. Hey, who are these people? A senior brother of mine was getting married. He said that at his wedding, he saw the most beautiful woman he had ever seen in his life. And he was getting married. As he was putting the ring, he was like, Who are all these people? Wow. Where were they hiding? So, as a young person, eh, it's in your own interest to change your mind concerning the way you think about God and what he said. Okay? Yeah? Don't 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 turn it around. Seek him first. And all these things that everybody's looking for. Someone dashed me a car some years ago. A friend of mine saw it and he said that, hey, this one I'm coming to be a pastor too. <laughs> the car was so nice. When he saw it, he said, hey, I'll also be a pastor. Of course, the motivation was wrong. Yeah. Because the car, it will become obsolete. and A newer version will come. He said, seek me. I am more important than this thing. If you don't have the right mindset. You see that all your life... It's about a car, it's about a lady, it's about a house, it's about what? land, it's about a degree, it's about a job. And you can die very easily. And all of that is nonsense. Or you don't know what I'm talking about. What happened recently? Something happened recently. A young lady died by, what was it? Was it a car, something I can't knock that down or something like that? There was another lady whose boyfriend slit the throat. I don't know if you heard of it in the Volta region. Yeah, she was 24, 25. They had gone to school, finished and all that. It's like, did you grow up for your boyfriend to slit your throat? Is that why you came on there? I don't know if you get it. Even a goat is more important because when a goat dies, it will end up in the soup and we can eat it and enjoy. It. All your life moving up and down, getting education, they are paying school fees, they are doing this, they are doing all of it was to have your throat slit by somebody, or have a car knock you down, and that's the end. What did you come to this world for? Wow, seek it first. Tell neighbor, seek it first. Tell their neighbor, seek it first. The kingdom of God. It's a mindset that Jesus has given. Change your, mind, change your mind concerning God and his things. Don't think that God God and his things are nothing. It's like the kingdom of God is nothing. Eh? Working with Bank is more prestigious. Working with uh, ECG is more prestigious. Working with Cocoa Bot is more prestigious. I'm not saying you shouldn't work with Cocoa Bot. We have people here who are working for Cocoa Bot. People are working for Ecobank. We have doctors in our midst. We have lawyers. We have engineers. We have teachers. We have what? Nurses. Plenty nurses. What? Forest traders. Soldiers. We have some soldiers in our midst. It's powerful. But that is not what your life is all about. Your life represents something higher. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. What will you say at your funeral? Uh, He built five houses. And uh, he built, uh, he bought five cars. All those things don't mean nothing in heaven. And a private jet. Hey, let's not forget, and a private jet. (laughs) Wow. Your mindset. Tell me about your mindset. (laughs) Jesus is saying, if you want true enjoyment, change your mind. Don't seek every other thing first. And seek me last. Seek me first. And I will add all these things to you. There will be bonus for you. Hmm? Look up. Mark chapter 10. From verse 28. Mark 10, 28. How many of you want to see change? I'm never you know what to do for change now? Do you know what to do for change? What do you need to do? Change your mind. Okay? It's so important. I'm having the time of my life. I tell you. Because I made a choice a long time ago to decide to allow the word of God to form my mindset. Hmm? Don't join the struggling bunch. Don't join them. It's a choice. It's a mindset. You see, have you heard of Joseph before? Joseph had a dream. He saw himself in a or in the field with uh, his brothers, his 11 other brothers and they were gathering wheat. Into sheep. When they all got he saw his standing and all the 11 sheep of his 11 brothers bowing down to his sheep. Then he had another dream and saw 12 stars, the sun and the moon bowing down to him. When his father heard it, his father said, Do you mean to tell me that my, your mother and myself and your brethren will bow down to you? What do you mean?
2: They weren't happy at all. The brothers were not happy
0: at all about him. His father even made him a coat of many colors. Put it on him. The brothers got infuriated even more. This guy will kill you. He wanted to kill him. His big brother pleaded for him. Simon pleaded for him. So they sold him to the Ishmaelites. Now, this was a guy who had a dream of becoming very big. Sun, moon, stars bowing down to me. Now, he found himself in a pit. They put him in a pit first of all. When they took him after the pit, they sold him to the Ishmaelites. He became a slave. Then, he became a slave. In, he was sold to Potiphar. He was sold to who? Potiphar. In Genesis chapter 39, verse 1. Genesis 39, verse 1. This is when he was brought to Egypt. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. Down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites. He was sold. He was bought. The dreamer who had dreams of becoming big had become a servant, had become a slave. But do you know what? Out of all the things that Joseph went through, he never blamed God. Not anyone. He never cursed God. He never blamed God. He never said anything bad. That God, is this my lot? Why me? Is this what you brought me here for? I am warning you, this is your last chance. Do something or you die. Never. Why? He had a mindset. He had a mindset. It looked as though it was going down and down and down and down and down. But he knew. He knew something. He had something in his mind. Look at this. It says, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down. Next verse. And the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. Joseph knew that the Lord was with him. So he never blamed God. He knew that the Lord was with him in the midst of all the troubles. He had a mindset of God with us. Which was the greatest revelation of the Old Testament. God is with me. God is with me. <laughs> God is with me. So he never blamed God. He never cursed God. In the midst of the most trying times of his life. He says. And the Lord was with him. Was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. Ah, The guy was so... He, even his, his dress was taken away from him. He was wearing only boxer shorts and he was sold in buster shops. Yet the Bible says that God was with him and he was a prosperous man. Even in the boxes. With chains on his hands. He was a prosperous man. Because of the mindset he had. He never blamed God. Never. So depending on your mindset, your communication will be different. There are some Christians who are always complaining. God, you, I don't know. I've been believing God. I've been trusting God for many years. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. Because of the canal mindset that you have. You end up blaming God and saying things. Wow. He was put into prison. He made the negotiations for his release. It didn't work. When the baker and the car bearer of Pharaoh came there. And he interpreted their dreams. He told them that if you get out of this place, bring my matter to, to the Pharaoh. They forgot about him for two years. The bearer forgot about him for two years. The baker died. But the bearer forgot about him for two years. He didn't say, ah, Lord, look at me. I'm helping people. Nobody's helping me. Nobody's doing anything for me. Look at my life. I've been doing this and doing that for your house. I've been cleaning the chairs. I've been going. I've been doing that. Nothing good is happening to me. He didn't say that. Why? You had a certain mindset. God is with me. When my time comes, when my time comes, the stars will bow. The moon will bow. The sun will bow. What the Lord has said concerning me is true. I believe it. That settles it. It's finished. Don't blame God. And don't say, don't say some things. If you don't have a good mindset, you will be. God, look at me. Look at me. I'm tired. I'm tired. I've been serving you for 10 years. Nothing good has happened to me. They told Job, curse God and die. They told his wife, are you one of the foolish women who are around? Are you one of the foolish women? How can you curse God? Just Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. He says, even if God should kill me, I still trust in him. My, his mindset, God is good. He's too good. That's fine. Even if nothing good happens for me, it's fine. I believe in him. That settles it. But the mindset you have will, will create your joy in the midst of the, of the problem. When Paul and Silas were had their hands fast in chains, beating, their backs were beating, they were bleeding. They couldn't even touch their backs. You know when they beat you and you touch it, it's nice. Like, it's comforting. You can console yourself with your fingers, isn't it? Like, when they beat you, I don't know if you remember school, when they're lashing your back, they lash you, you do this. <laughs> like, it's very, it's like, it's okay. When you sit down, you're like, ah. You, you, you comfort yourself. These guys could not even comfort themselves with their hands. Their hands were kept in chains. But the Bible says, at midnight, Paul and Silas sang praises and prayed. What were they doing? They were thanking God for the opportunity to suffer on the Lord's behalf. Yeah, if you don't have a proper mindset, you say, Lord, is it the small preaching I did that I'm facing all these problems?" Yeah. Take yourself, I also take myself. Take your I'll Take myself. Wow. So brothers and sisters. Think right. Hmm? Allow God's word to give you a mind. It will change a lot of things about you. Yeah. It will change a lot of things about you. Your response will be different. Your response to life and life situation will be different. The way you see things will be different.
1: Hmm? You'll
0: be shocked. At the results you produce. And people wonder at you. We thought this one would destroy you. But it hasn't destroyed you. You You'll still be standing. The three Hebrew boys told the king. Even if our Lord decides not to deliver us. we will not bow down to you. They had a mindset. They had a mindset about God. They put him in they put them in the fire, nothing happened to them. So this is what I came to share with you. Sometimes can be can be in the streets like pressure problems. But you won't see us complaining. Complaining to everybody. You know, we are suffering. You don't know. Nothing is happening. No. Yeah, bro. Je bre. To bre. el bre. No Vubre. You have conjugated the bre. Completely. Well, we have a mindset. A thousand shall fall at thy side. Ten thousand at thy right. But they shall not come nigh thee. Only with your eyes shall you behold the reward of the wicked. He says you will be around to behold the reward of the wicked. You will see the wicked's reward. Don't, don't, don't worry them. Don't mind them. Let them do whatever they want to do. You will be around to see their downfall. Yeah. Hear of God, little children. And overcome them. Some time ago, we were trying to get some property somewhere. And some people were worrying us. It, it stopped us. So many things, problems for about three months. Problems. Hey. But when were it? We're going through the problems, going through it, taking all the challenges, thanking <laughs> God through. At the point, God said. Address this thing. Rise up and address this thing. So we rose up. I don't know if you're in that meeting. A few of us, we just came together and we said, In the name of the Lord Jesus, all those who are doing these things, they should desist from it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Within some two weeks, everything settled. We did what we were supposed to do. Can you imagine that all those who are giving us troubles have died? All of them have died, including the main person. We didn't pray for them to die. We are not interested in killing anybody. Are you interested in killing anybody? If you are interested in killing, if you go to a church where they say, We are killing people. You see, and the, and the, the, the the enemy you are thinking about, is not spirits. It's a human being. You are thinking about your brother somewhere. Some people are thinking about their husbands. Others are thinking about their wives. They are killing their husbands and their wives. Some people me fire They found me too. They pain. me too. They say me You are thinking about another person. You are joking. First of all, spirits don't die. You can't kill a spirit. Yeah, I kill it. Spirits don't die. Spirits can only be moved. <laughs> yeah, they can only be moved. You can only relocate them. You can cast them out. Jesus didn't say kill them. He said cast out devils. He didn't say kill devils. So all the prayer to kill a devil is a prayer in vain. It's a waste. All the prayer to kill your enemy it's waste. Jesus said, love your enemies. Do good to those who despisefully use you. That's what he said. He said, love your enemies. Hey! Huh. But we, we don't believe. And the Bible says that the devil was a murderer from the beginning. So if you see any place where they are killing in prayer, it's the devil. It's inspired by the devil. Only the devil kills. Jesus does not kill. Wow. They've all just they've all died with your eye, will you behold the reward of the week? All the problems will vanish. Maybe you you are looking for a child that's not coming. You don't say, I don't know. Don't complain, like complaining, complaining. Eh, Lord, I've been serving you for whatever. Listen, your child is special. Yeah. Those who are born by faith and those who are born on a normal are not the same. They are not on the same platform. Ishmael was born normal. One shot. Hagar was pregnant. Many shots. Nothing. Isaac. Many shots. No, No fruits. Nothing. Nothing. Until they gave up. Abraham gave up naturally. He forgot about his body. His body was now dead. Sarah's womb was now dead. Then God stepped in. Hey! That child is the one through whom the seed comes. It's not the one who came by. Normal, whatever. Wow. Don't complain. Don't murmur. Hmm? What I don't know. I thought you said you never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, you have left me and you have forsaken me. Yes, because all the things that are happening around me makes me know that you have left me. Lord, if you really loved me, you would not have allowed this to happen. What didn't happen to Joseph? I mean, God should have come in when He was put into the pit. He should have come in. Something should have happened that he can go home. That was a good enough lesson. And I don't think I's just down spiral. Going like that, like that, like that. Until he hits prison. Stayed in prison for so many years. The Bible says, "When the, when his word came, they sent for him." When your word comes, there, they will send for you. <laughs> but you must have the mindset that God is with me. God is in me. I'll fear no evil. Not, I don't care about what is going on. I know my God. I know my God is with me. He's in me, and He's taking me somewhere. And as you are seeking God and his kingdom and nothing is happening. He says, all these things shall be added to you. You check your life. No addition. No addition. Those who decided to do their own thing have prospered. They have bought the nice cars. They have married the nice people. They are having their children. They are having a house. You check your life. And it's like Nothing. Don't be depressed. Tell me, but don't be depressed. You are like Joseph. We are different. You are called of God. You are in the will of God. You are different. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Have you learned anything?
1: Rise up on your feet and thank God for this. God bless you for listening. We pray that the Word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the Word.